and welcome back to another episode of the Castle Collective. We've kind of taken the summer off. It's been a long time, but we have a good reason to record tonight. I have a castle member who very recently had a very cool experience. He was the king of Disneyland all through the 90s. Nick at night, welcome back to the show. Hello, hello. Yeah, I'm so glad to have you on, Nick. It's just you and me tonight. And uh, it seems to work pretty well because you recently did something that uh, is pretty exciting you got to do for the first time. Tell us what that was. Yeah, I got to go to California Adventure Park for the very first time. After 42 years of living in other Disney parks and primarily Disneyland, (laughs) I finally made my way to California Adventure and uh, went with my wife and five girls and we had an amazing time. And and to put it in in reference or put to put it in perspective, I guess, you know, you grew up, uh, you know, with as an annual pass holder for many years. Uh, in the '90s, you pretty much lived at Disneyland. You were there all the time with your friends, and then you moved out to Utah, had a family. Now, based on business and other things, you've been able to go to Disneyland Hong Kong twice. Yep. And you've been out to a couple of the parks out in Florida, but it just hadn't gotten you back around to no. uh, California Adventure in the 20 years since it opened. No. And we, you know, it opened in 2001 and that was, that was after, yeah, as you said, I was after I was married and as a young married person, I just didn't have the resources or time, or I don't know what you want to call it, but we just never made our way there. And it wasn't until 2019 that I actually went to the first non-Disneyland Anaheim park. (laughs) So, yeah, I'm I'm doing a lot of catch-up. I've started to feel very out of place being on the Castle Collective, being the the one guy who hadn't been to California Adventure. So, Well, you don't have it anymore. No, I'm in the club. You're on it. So we're going to walk through, and as a point of reference, since we haven't recorded since I went uh, about a month ago, I went with my son, Keaton, and Keaton and I, uh, it was actually, let's see, it's been a while. It was June 15th. Uh, I think we went on June 17th. Boy, it's been a long time since we've recorded. So on <laughs> June 17th, my son and I went. I know that because June June 15th, I think, is when the out-of-state ban was lifted. We showed tremendous restraint and waited two days. And uh, then made our way out to the parks. So we were pretty excited. Yeah. Uh, So I've been there recently too. So I've got a little bit of reference. And for our listeners, uh, Nick and I both went when there were no masks required at all. Uh, Earlier in the summer, masks were required. Uh, Then it was uh, lifted. And uh, I wonder if I get the dates right on that, that it was, was it June 15th? I don't know. Anyway, it's it's been a little while, but it was uh, it was pretty darn awesome. So, so anyway, let's talk through your day. I wanted to get your impression. So, historically, I've been to California Adventure probably literally a hundred times, literally over the last twenty years. I mean, considering that over the last ten years, I, I'm probably there ten or twelve times a year as it is. So, yeah, yeah, I've definitely been there over a hundred times. So, I can't see it again for the first time. Uh, And if you had to choose a time to go now is much better than the superstar limo era. (laughs) Oh, from what I've heard. Heck yeah. (laughs) Well, yeah. yeah. Our first time going, I mean, it was, it was a three hour experience. And after about three hours, you're looking around going, 
am I done here? What's going on? Yeah. (laughs) And it's funny too, because Hong Kong Disney is probably about a five to 10 hour park, depending on how long the lines are. And yeah, I I can imagine like going to a Disneyland and going, wait, I saw everything already. (laughs) And so no, this time we actually, I can say that we did not get to do everything. And that's great. We had a great time, but we still have things to go back and look at. Very few, but there's a couple things we haven't tried yet. So we're excited. Yeah, it was, uh, by the way, it was uh, middle of June. We were there a Father's Day weekend. Okay. I just looked it up. So uh, it's exciting. All right. So let's walk through your day. Now, uh, tell us the age. You you had your five daughters there. Tell us their ages. Their ages 10 through 18. And all girls, and uh, it was my wife's birthday that week, so I won't say what her age was, but uh, we had a great time <laughs> celebrating that. And it's interesting because we, the, all the other times that I've been there, I've seen such a different entrance experience. Right. And, and sometimes, uh, you know, it feels like, hey, that was an improvement. And sometimes you're like, oh my gosh, that took forever. They didn't have trams running from the parking garage. Mm. And so we had a, about a 15 minute walk from the parking garage to the front gate. But before that, there was a security checkpoint. And so it felt a little bit like it almost took us 40 minutes just to get into the park. And, uh, but we finally got in and we, uh, we had our passes on the app and everything. We were ready to go and walk in and see Buena Vista Street, not Main Street, Buena Buena Vista Vista Street, Street, which is like, this is a Disney park, but it's not got a Main Street. Okay, (laughs) I I can do this. But we feel did it feel like you were at Disneyland? No, no. Okay. Not to me. But again, part of that was like, I had gone to Disneyland so many times that going to Disney California Adventure felt and, you know, you could see Disneyland. Yeah. And it's like, it's right there. And it, it felt like I was cheating on Disneyland just a little <laughs> bit. But because I had gone to Hollywood Studios in Orlando earlier that year, it felt like I was going into California's version of Hollywood Studios. So it still felt yeah. Disney. It didn't feel Disneyland. Right. Okay. That makes sense. So for me over the years, and it used to be like that. I, I had a long time that I, I couldn't really even consider it part of the Disneyland resort, but over the last 20 years, I mean, we were there right after it opened. So over the past 20 years, it has definitely become part of Disneyland. So absolutely. Yeah. So I would say that we, and, and this is going to give you some anxiety, but we had no plan for the day. We, we just, we just wanted to go and see what the day presented. Part of that was, that's okay. Well, it worked out, but it's unusual. It's not how I typically approach a Disney day, at least for the first few rides. Cause right. You want to pick the best lines at the best times of day and so on. Uh, but we didn't do that. And so we got there and we just decided we're going to turn right. And whatever the first ride we come to was the first ride we'll get on. And that was so soaring. you hadn't studied the map or anything. You just walked in and started rolling. I had a little bit of a general idea where things were going to be, but not like specific rides. Obviously, Pixar Pier and all that's a pretty big part of the park. So I knew where that 
was. I knew where Cars Land was generally and those sorts of things. But I didn't know what specific rides were going to be where. So gotcha. when we came up to Soren, I was like, that's the ride that all the people on the collective have been talking about <laughs> and the soundtrack and all that stuff. So I said, let's do that. It had a 25 minute wait and uh, which was the shortest wait time we saw all day. Yeah, that's actually a really, really good wait time. That's perfect. All right. So you and your family get on what, uh, where were you seated as far as left to right to sender and then in what row? Facing the screen, I was farthest all the way to the left and the farthest to the left seat in the middle row. Oh. So I had a bit of the bent visuals <laughs> and uh, it it was a little, you know, it pulled you out of the moment a little bit, but we still really appreciated what the ride had to offer. And it, again, it gave me a, a point of reference so that the next time I go, I'm going to get the middle. Yes. Yeah. It is a different experience with the middle. There's no question. Uh, especially, I would say there are a couple of areas where it's especially prevalent. Uh, you know, anything with, with a peak, anything, I think you had mentioned anything, what geographic shaped Ge- geometric, shaped. <laughs> geometric. Yeah. I mean, seriously, yeah. the, uh, you know, the, uh, Eiffel tower is the, to me, that's the, the Eiffel tower is the worst one, Yeah. but then even castle Neuschwanstein and, yes. uh, the, the pyramids of Giza and yeah, it's. Yeah. Anything with, uh, with a mountain or whatever is that was, that was what was tricky for sure. So, yeah. And, and on one level, there was a part of me going, I kind of expected Disney to have this a little bit better. Like they released (laughs) it a little too soon maybe, but at the same time, I also said, this is pretty cool. I enjoyed it. And, and it was fun. Now, when I go back and listen to the soundtrack on sounds of Disneyland.com, I, I have a frame of reference and I appreciate the the whole <laughs> feel of it. I, I would say that we also kind of appreciated that uh, we got, was it Patrick water water? Oh, Patrick Warburton. Yeah. Warburton. Nice, nice work, pal. <laughs> yeah. Anything with him in it. I love he's awesome. Yeah. yeah. But it was funny. Cause our kids, we told our kids, we're like, that's the voice of Kronk. And they were like, Oh yeah. That sounds so familiar. It's kind of funny. What, what, you know, Patrick Warburton from tends to say a lot about you to me. He will always be putty on Seinfeld. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. So, yeah. So we, we did that ride first and we, we enjoyed it. Our, Our kids really jumped at the spot, like where the CGI whale jumps at you and fun. I, we loved the different scents that came through those of us that had a sense of smell appreciated (laughs) that. And I think in the end, what I think I I really appreciated about the, the concept of the ride vehicle was that it was real, right? Right. They're real places. They're real animals. It was so much of Disneyland is based in fantasy and this ride is, but it isn't. It's it's an unrealistic viewpoint of it, or not a common one, but it was real. Yeah, yeah. It's a it's it's a great experience to me. It might be my favorite attraction in that park. Really? Uh, yeah, it could be. You know, I I'd really have to think it through, but it really could be. I love it so much. I go on it all the time. 
Uh, I will have to say I'm a little bit of a bigger fan of uh, Soren over California, uh, but that's sentimentality. I think more than anything, I think they did a tremendous job. I love that attraction when it first lifts off. I'll tell you that that is the music I gravitate more than more than any other music. When I hear it, I can close my eyes and I can see through the whole attraction and yeah. I absolutely love it. So that's awesome. Yeah. That's we great, had a great, great time. way to start the day, man. That's awesome. It was. All right. So uh, what came next? Well, we just kept following around and because the grizzly river run was uh, at that time of the day, for whatever reason was having some technical difficulties. We just kept walking past and, saw the grand Californian and looked right into people's hotel rooms. And (laughs) it was so incredible to be that close. And, you know, the, to be able to stay in that hotel must be a really unique experience for Disney. Two quick thoughts. One is I haven't been on Grizzly river run in probably, I don't know, six or seven years. I don't like being soaked, soaked. I don't mind, Splash Mountain, you can get really wet, but Grizzly River Run, you get saturated. <laughs> like you get to like, I mean, you might as well jump in a pool. That's how wet you get. And so I don't particularly love that. Uh, and then to your point on the Grand Californian, I've been blessed to stay there three or four times. And it is like nothing else. You walk out. First of all, we've twice we've had uh, balconies overlooking the park and it's awesome at night like it's just so cool to be able to see the park but secondly you go yeah let's head over to the parks and five minutes later you're in and then there is nothing better if you like the midday break (laughs) yeah then california or then the grand californian it's phenomenal so yeah it provides so many different advantages to your park experience and i didn't even think about the whole being able to see the park at night yeah, uh, you oh, know, yeah. after hours or whatever. I didn't even think about that experience, but yeah, that that was a really cool thing to kind of see just how integrated that hotel was to to California Adventure. Well, um, next time, just drop the six hundred dollars a night, you know, right? Because I have that <laughs> just lying around. I, out of <laughs> fairness, I have never spent anywhere close to that. A couple of times, my company has paid for me to stay there for conferences and company events, and then. Uh, one time we had a, a dear friend who works for Disney, who got us a deal. And then, uh, another time was during their soft opening when they weren't technically officially open and we got to stay there for like 79 bucks a night. So that's awesome. Yeah. I, I don't have it in my budget either. So anyway, (laughs) So, so because the grizzly river run was closed, we actually stopped by the gift shop there. And that is where our family got all of our first time attendees to California Adventure pins. Um, they only had six. So uh, I being the the resident guy who's been to Disneyland the most <laughs> uh, decided that I would forego my first button. And the lady there was so impressed that she decided to give me an honorary citizen pin for being a great dad. Yes. Yes. It's official. And for our listeners, this is such a rare pin. Uh, I've gotten it twice when I've taken older kids who we have adopted and it, you know, we got the I'm celebrating pin 
uh, and it would say on the kids pin, I'm celebrating my adoption. And then a cast member, both times a cast member stopped us and made us honorary citizens, but it's, you can't walk up and ask for it. If you ask for an honorary citizen pin, my understanding, at least for everything I've read and been told, you cannot ask for it. Someone has to notice you and give you it for a reason. So for being a good dad, honorary citizen of Disneyland, did you keep your pin? Oh yeah, absolutely. All right, I have good. all my pins, even the ones when I went to uh, Orlando, we still have those first timers. We were celebrating our anniversary. So I have an anniversary version of that. And so, yeah, I kept it. I still have it and uh, I plan on keeping it, but that's awesome. It was also really cool that the, the gift shops in California adventure have a nice variety to them. It's yeah. not like Hollywood studios felt like they all kind of had the same thing. Uh, replicated in different ways, but California Adventure did a really classy job with it, I thought. And uh, we so we enjoyed that. And then we moved on down the line to the adventurous uh, Ariel's undersea adventure. Time uh, to get wild. Time, time, to get, time to get crazy. And the adrenaline rush <laughs> did not disappoint. By the um, way, did you notice when you came in, were you surprised or maybe you didn't even notice, but uh, how much Oswald uh, merchandise there is. Did you guys notice that? You know, I didn't notice it until later in the day, but I, I kind of was in the awe of Buena Vista street sure. where I wasn't looking at the specifics, but as we came back to it later and I saw like the Elias Disney and company and, and all this di- yeah. the different references and stuff, I started to really hone in on some of the, the more inside Disney kind of parts to it. Right. But, right. So yeah, Ariel's undersea adventure had a, it posted a five minute wait, but we just walked right on. There was no line whatsoever. So we kind of didn't really get a chance to study the line queue at all, uh, which is fine because it didn't yeah. look like there was much to see at that one as opposed yeah, to the one. You know, there are the little things about the pilots and it's cool once. Is it worth it? Like, no, probably not. I don't think yeah. it's worth it. But uh, it is worth it is worth waiting in line uh, for Soren. Sorry, I was going back over to Soren. Um, but sorry, I totally I'm going to take that out. I uh, sorry, someone texted me as we were doing it. But um, no, back to Little Mermaid. The way to go on the Little Mermaid is with no line. It's yeah. the only way I go on it. I refuse to go on Little Mermaid if there is any kind of line. And I've seen that line on crazy days get up to 40, 45 minutes. You know, it hit 35 minutes later on in the day, and it kind of stayed that way for Mm. most of the day. Like when I checked back in on the app, I kept thinking, it's an okay ride, but 35 minutes? Wow. And that's amazing because it constantly moves. It's an omni mover attraction. So to, to get up to 35 minutes is crazy. Yeah, so we we enjoyed it, and my kids really were impressed with the animatronics of the ride. Yeah, for a dark ride, it really does actually have pretty good animatronics. It does, and uh, the story—excuse <clears throat> me—the story was pretty good. Yeah, it, it does abruptly end a like, little bit. Like you know, they're sitting there and they're it's kiss the girl, and then all of a sudden you've got uh, you know the end scene. And Ursula's in the back drowning and yeah, looking it's like crazy. suddenly it's like, well, wait a minute. What happened? What happened there? You know, you'd it's already, funny too. You'd already been on that in Orlando. 
I, I had, and but there was one thing that stood out to us that I want to point out. And, and hopefully the next time you go, if you go on this ride, when you come around to that final scene where Eric and Ariel are standing up and they're married and they're waving to everybody. Does his arm look like it's in a sling? It oh. looks like he's got a broken <laughs> arm and it's in a sling, but it was just the way that the costuming was laid out. But it was just kind of funny because it looks like some reason he broke his arm. And I don't know. It was really weird. That's detail. really funny, Nick. That's, I had never noticed that. Maybe it's just me. Who knows? Yeah. But. All right. So this takes you out. Now I'm interested to know, did you go right or left on the pier? We kept going right. And yeah. we, we have like our kids were like, hey, if it's quick, let's just do it. It was a five to 10 minute line for the Golden Zephyr. One of my favorite attractions and one of the most underrated attractions at California Adventure. I love the Golden Zephyr. Now, why do you love it? I'm not disappointed. I'm just saying I'm curious how, why you loved it so much. Well, you and I have spent enough time together that you know I'm a large sweaty man. And so anything that gets the breeze going, yes, uh, it just feels good. And when it lifts up and you can see the park and you go around in circles and it's just sort of that feeling of lift. I think it's that feeling of lift that you get. And it feels old timey. Um, and part of that is when when California Adventure first opened, you know, everybody knows and you can go there are a million YouTube videos on it. it was done on the cheap and it was done with kind of pre-manufactured rides that you could get for, for any carnival type of a thing. And they really went after that boardwalk thing where I, I grew up at the Santa Cruz beach boardwalk, you know? And so it kind of had that feel to me, but I like that feeling of lift when it starts going and you're lifted up and you feel the breeze and you can see the whole park. I love it. Love the the breeze. The breeze was actually something that my older kids, even though this was earlier in the day when it wasn't barely even 80 degrees, they were like, I actually really enjoyed the airflow, the breeze of it. Yeah. And and it cooled them off a little bit. In fact, they were even thinking that later on they would have gone on it again, but it had a 30 minute wait later on. And we were like, I don't think that's a 30 minute wait kind of ride. No, it's so, it's not because it, it ends so fast. And that's one thing. Every time you think you'd get tired of going around in a circle, like, hey, enough, but you don't. You really yeah, don't. It's, you it's know? timed well. Yeah, you're, it's time on well. it just the right around the right around the right amount of time. So whereas rocket jets kind of keep going and going, astro jets keep going yeah. and going. But okay. So well, what came next? Well, our youngest said she really loves those rides that go up and down and up and down. Jumping so, jellyfish. Jumping jellyfish was next on the line. And this was your was, 10-year-old? This is my 10-year-old, and we all decided everything that we were going to do, we were going to do it together as a family, and so she wanted to go on Jumping Jellyfish, and she had a good time, and everybody was fine with it. Um, Obviously, it's a bit more of a kiddie ride, and it's not super energized, but based on her interest in that, we were like, you're going to really like Tower of Terror later, what we referred to as Tower of Terror. <laughs> and uh, so we did jump in jellyfish again, maybe like a 10 minute wait at that point of the day. So it was really quick. And uh, then we had a, a situation where the only ride we probably didn't do together in the whole day was we wanted to do the silly symphony swings. Mm. Now I love old Disney. And so when I saw this, I was like, what a great take 
on just the standard carnival swing. Yeah. To, to add in the 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 whole silly symphonies thing. But we have a few people that were uh not a big fan of going around in circles. The yeah. busyness would have made them throw up. So what they did was they went and got corn dogs for everybody while we were in line for silly symphony swings. So we did that and afterwards we had some corn dogs, which I'm not normally a corn dog guy, but those were pretty Man, good corn dogs. They make a good corn dog. There's a lot of sugar in those corn dogs. <laughs> they make them sweet. They make a sweet dipped corn dog. And maybe so, that's why I liked it. So for what it's worth, when I was younger with younger kids and a thinner man, I enjoyed Silly Symphony Swings. It used to be called the Stinger. And the outside, it was not themed to Silly Symphonies. The outside was uh, was an, a giant orange peel. And wow. uh, you would go around in this circle and you'd hear bees buzzing. And it would be the, I don't know the name of that. It's a classical music piece. But uh, um, it a, maybe it's Flight of the Valkyrie. I, I have to look well, it up. Well, there's Flight of the Bumblebee. Flight of the Bumblebee. I think that's what it was. Okay. It was Flight of the Bumblebee. And, and so anyway, uh, and then... It was a few years later, I had put on some weight and then went to get in there in that little square. (laughs) And uh, let me just tell you, that is not a ride for larger people. That was about a minute of sheer pain and agony. And then trying to climb out of it, I was afraid they were going to need the Disney Jaws of life (laughs) to get me out of that thing. So I was able to get out and I haven't ridden it since. So that's a pretty super wedgie, I would imagine. It was definitely super wedgie. So did did you walk past, I'm just thinking in my head, uh, my own head map. Uh, Did you skip then Goofy Sky School? No, we went to that next. Oh, okay. So you worked your way around and then doubled back. Yeah. So that was awesome. kind of a double back, but part of that was because the other direction beyond that was the corn dogs. Right. So we kind of split the difference. What's that but, place called? Do you remember Corn Dog Commando or Corn Dog Castle? I think it was just I thought it, well, my wife did all the food ordering on the app. Got so it. I'm trying to remember, yeah. but yeah, it was I think it was like seven dollars a corn dog, which in my brain I'm going, come on. <laughs> but it was a really good corn dog and it was a good size. It wasn't yeah. small. So I was yeah. like, all right, we'll we'll do that. The Mickey tax came into play, but I was okay to pay it. <laughs> the Mickey tax. <laughs> so I love it. Um, but yeah, we went on Goofy's flight school after that. And what a fun little ride queue. Yeah. Goofy's Sky School that. is very well themed. Yeah. And it's interesting because we went on the one in Orlando too, and it's totally themed different. There's it's both are really good, but they're different. Yeah, that one's dinosaurs. Dinosaurs? Oh, the one in at Epcot, the wild mouse in Epcot. Which one are you talking about? There's a Disney's flight school at Magic Kingdom. It's over by the circus tent, uh, in the very, very back. Oh, is there really? Okay. Yeah. And we went on that last time. That's a fun little ride. Oh, cool. But it's, okay. it's theme different. It's a different type of roller coaster. It's not where it whips you around the corners real fast. It's it's a an, a different type of roller coaster. And there's some really funny bits to it because uh, in Orlando, you've got they they've like put the goofy outline through so many different things where it looks like he looks you know, like he crashed through it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we went on flight school. We, we really enjoyed it. And it, I know it's not like a super fast ride, 
but it was one of those rides where I was like, I keep feeling like this is going to disconnect and we're going to flip off the edge. <laughs> and, uh, but we, we had a great time on that ride too. It was really fun. Yeah. They call those wild mouse rides where it's kind of self-generated takes you up to the top, the rest of the ride. And actually goofy sky school is a big improvement uh, when it first opened. And again, they were going for that LA California feel yeah, uh, You know, the original theme of California Adventure was the Disney park for people who don't like Disney parks. So they wanted no IP, but it was called Mulholland Madness. And the the premise behind it was you're in L.A. rush hour traffic, which is kind of funny because you're going fast. But yeah. Goofy Sky School is way, way better. It's a fun attraction. And I did just look it up. Corndog Castle yeah. is the corndog place. Yeah. And uh yeah, it is definitely, they've got three options. Yeah, it's, uh, the original corn dog is $9.79. Wow. Oh, yeah. Yeah, $9. Yeah, yeah see, but, I didn't even pay for it. But it comes with uh, Cuties Mandarins or a small bag of chips. So Yeah, it was Lay's potato chips. Yeah, yeah. So Beautiful. Um, we, we went on down the line, and we did see uh, Miguel from Coco. Is nice. one of the first characters that we saw, which was kind of cool. Uh, then we got to the Inside Out Emotional Whirlwind. Yeah. And we skipped it. <laughs> I'm going to say that's wise. I'm going to say yeah. that that is, as far as thrill goes, just less thrilling than The Little Mermaid. Yeah, well, we <laughs> had just done the, the jumping jellyfish yeah. and all that. And our kids were kind of like, eh. We're okay. We don't need to do that one. I'm like, okay, good. Yeah. For people who remember the the way it was with Bugs Land, that ride was actually moved over from Bugs Land. And oh, okay. so before it became uh, Emotional Whirlwind, um, not Emotional, is that what it's called? Emotional Whirlwind? Anyway, it is uh, before that, it, those, those containers that, or the things you sit in used to be Chinese food containers in Bugs Land. So like they literally transported the entire ride. I have to say they did great theming on it. I haven't been on it, but uh, I went over and checked it out and it's the theming on it's fantastic. Yeah. And there used to be an attraction there that was like kind of in between tower of terror and jumping jellyfish where you would sit down and, and you'd strap in over your, there were bars that came over your shoulders and it would shoot you straight up. And you could see the whole park and then you'd kind of slowly come down and they, they tore that out a few years ago. So, well, we, we had gone on the uh, green army men ride at the toy story land in Hong Kong. Oh yeah. Which, which was like jumping jellyfish, but like more, yeah. more adventurous, a little yeah. bit better speed and all that kind of stuff. Cool. Um, but uh, so my wife and I, one of our favorite attractions in Orlando was Toy Story Midway Mania. Mm. I know that's not a common thing, but we just and maybe oh, I think it is. Ten. I think it is. It's always okay. got a mega line. Well, it only had a 10-minute line in Orlando. And so we just we just kept going on it a couple times because we mm. had so much fun. Um, but at at California Adventure, it was like 45 minutes. And the um the oh what's it called pal arounds mickey's yeah, pixar pal around pixar pal around um 
had like a 65 minute wait by that point. We were like, eh, all right, let's go to Midway Mania. Yeah. And our kids really loved it. And if you want to talk about air conditioning, once yeah. you go into <laughs> that main room right before you get the glasses, that is some serious air conditioning, man. Yeah. I don't know no what doubt. they do in there, but it is a heaven sent on some of these days. That is awesome. Yeah. I love that attraction. Who won? Um, I did. Yeah. Good man. <laughs> uh, every time, which is funny because later when we talk about web slingers, I didn't perform as well, even though they're very similar rides. So, <laughs> um, but with midway mania, one of the fun things that we experienced with that was again, because my wife and I had been on it, we knew what we were getting into. But our kids didn't. We tried to explain it to them, and, oh, and all fun. this. And we we had all these different you know techniques that we were trying to get them to to take on. But my kids are video game kids, and so Midway Mania being basically a, a video game, big living video game. Yeah, we we were kind of trash talking them afterwards <laughs> when we won we were like boy i thought you guys were good at video games but that's a pathetic score and then a cast member ran over and took away your citizen of disneyland <laughs> <laughs> so it was a good time the only thing that i w- wish we didn't or we we kind of made a little bit more time for was the mr potato head part that's right there Yeah, the animatronic in front is phenomenal yeah but we we just never every time we kind of went around to it it wasn't it wasn't up and running. Hurry, so. hurry, hurry. <laughs> so one thing to look out for, for our listeners, if, if you haven't seen it, Nick, I don't know if you noticed this, but one of the cool things as you exit, you go up a set of stairs and then suddenly you're in the kid's room or you're, you're in their hall. You're in their family's yeah. hall over on the left-hand side. There's a box for a game and the game is Toy Story Midway Mania. So you're basically inside the game that the kid has been playing up there. So as you're walking Ah. out right by where you drop off your 3d glasses on the left-hand side, you look in and it shows the ride vehicles that you're supposed to cut out of the cardboard. And it's a whole play set of midway mania. Oh, so you've been inside their game, which is, is really, it always, I don't know. I always think that adds to the magic. So no, it absolutely does. Because you you walk up and out of yeah. the, of the experience, so yeah, I knew we it looked like a room, but I didn't catch on to that clue. So yeah, that's pretty. That's yeah, pretty it's, cool. it's pretty neat. Okay, what came next? Incredicoaster. Yes. What did you think of the Incredicoaster? So my voice still has not recovered <laughs> from all the screaming that I, I did it. on Incredicoaster. It was about a fifty minute wait uh, at that point, and it was. Um, our kids, our, our youngest three had never been on an upside down roller coaster. And so we were in the line and we were waiting for a little bit. And we said, so have any of you guys been on an upside down roller coaster? And they're like, no. <laughs> and I pointed up to the, the upside down part. I'm like, we're about to go do that. And they were like, oh, like they got big eyes and they were like, oh my gosh, dude how do we not fall out and you know like some of that stuff and so we went through that and it was uh before we jump onto the ride least favorite line in all of california adventure really it is there is nothing to see there is nothing to do in line it is hot 
it's always feels hotter in that corner of the park to me. <laughs> but then you are in line and then for no reason, let's go upstairs. Hey, welcome upstairs. Now go downstairs. Like it's just an annoying line. I hate that line. And see, I, I have to say that my most, I'll say disappointing line was web slingers. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I don't know. I think that's fair. Yeah. But it, it, it maybe it's not that it stunk once you got to a certain point, but it was like, eh. anyway, yeah, and, that's, we, we, and that's new, you know, you could do better. That's a new attraction. For yeah. Sake. There's a lot to look at kind of, but yeah. we can get into that more later. It, for me in credit coaster was okay. Like none of the line queues in California really blew me away anywhere near like what you get at some of the Disneyland attractions. No, Cause again, they, they just, it's the way they built the park. So, yeah. So yeah. it, it, it was a great roller coaster. We loved it. The pacing yeah. of it, the, the space that you travel is so great. And I think I, don't know if you remember this down in San Diego, but there's um, a, th- a very small, it's kind of a theme park. I don't even know what you would call the one it. right on the beach. Yeah. Yeah. I've been there many times. Yep. And I go uh, walk there at night quite often. Yeah. So man, I can't even remember the name of it right now, but I'll look it up. Keep talking. But they have one of those old school white wooden roller coasters. It starts with a B something park. Um, but I'm going to lose my San Diego honorary citizen Yeah, for not getting that, but uh, Belmont park, Belmont park. Yep. And so that really rang true to me as like a, it's not a wooden roller coaster, but they make it look like that old style. And I loved that. It was nostalgic, but it was new. Yeah. And the, the story of the ride is kind of fun. You don't normally get stories on a roller coaster, on a roller coaster, right? Yeah, and it worked really well. I went, it was about noonish at this point. So we went midday. Mm. And so I think some of the effects were a little muted out because of the lighting, you know, like maybe at night it might have been better, but I don't know because we didn't ride it at night. It's, a, I will say, having, I've ridden it multiple times morning and night, it's a better attraction at night because they're able to focus the light where they want you to see it. Yeah. So it's not that it's washed out, but during the day it has its own charm because it feels more like the beach. And it's kind of weird because that was originally built as California screaming, uh, which again, for me growing up with wooden roller coasters, you know, we had great America out in Santa Clara and they had a wooden roller coaster that at the time was the largest in the country called the Grizzly. And so it's very California to have those wooden roller coasters uh, but I was really upset when they were retheming California Screaming. I was like, no, that it, that, there's no way that it will work as the Incredicoaster. And I had to eat my words. It, it feels like it was built for the Incredibles. Yeah. I, and, and there are so many jokes throughout it. And, and only <laughs> Disney, who else themes jokes and visual sight gags in a roller coaster? Right. It doesn't happen. Yeah. It's amazing. It was it was probably tied or a very close second for our favorite ride. Yeah, in the park. Yeah, With we what, really liked it. Have we gotten to the uh, the first place yet? No, no. I know, I'll I know it. what it is. I'm sure I know what it is. I'll okay. save it. All right. So we get done there. Where'd you go from there? Well, at that point, 
this is where my children got into Wussville and needed to sit down and rest their feet. And where it's only noon. Oh, for Pete's sake. Come on. I I don't understand what pill my kids didn't take, but they got the wuss pill when it comes to walking around theme parks. So we actually, um, that we, they wanted to sit down for a minute, but we had checked at Grizzly river run was open again. Mm, gotcha. so, By the way, it, here's a pro tip. If you take your kids to Disneyland, just tell them, Hey, you guys are welcome to sit down. I'm going to take a few minutes to update the will while you guys are sitting. Uh-huh. The longer you sit, the more updating I will do to the will, <laughs> but you are welcome to sit down and just relax. I'll be over here working on the will. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we, we got to kind of walk in front of, I don't even know what it's called. It's right across the way to the east of Ariel's ride, but there's that kind of like mini main street that they have right there. Yeah. Buena Vista street. No, Buena Vista streets back at the entrance. This is right, uh, right around the corner from the wine country restaurant and it's on your way back to grizzly i don't even know what that was yeah i don't know that that has a name where 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 cars land branches off of uh well that's where the that restaurant is but i was thinking more there's just this side little thing it's it's so weird it's i don't even know if i have a picture oh the one where grizzly okay so you're walking past on you've got air you got the uh little mermaid ride on the left yeah, you keep walking. You're going to run smack into Grizzly River Run. Yes, and if you keep going around to the left, it's the uh, the the uh, up inspired uh, play area. Well, they there. actually that they call that the Redwood Creek. Yeah, Challenge the Redwood Trail. Creek Challenge, but that's closed right now. I think. Yeah, yeah. So we walked past that little area, and I I want to do a little bit more research on some of the references on the windows and the addresses because there seems to be some very specific things happening there. But uh, so, yeah, we went back to Grizzly river rapids or Grizzly river run. And um, it was about a 65 minute wait, but our kids wanted to cool off. So we bought one of those fans that have the, or the spray bottles that have the fan on it. Yeah. And they started spraying themselves in the ride. And it was funny because about 50, 50 minutes in 55 minutes into the line. Sorry. Uh, the grizzly river run has broken down and oh, we are going no. to need to, uh, you are welcome to leave the ride. And we were like, no, we are not leaving the ride after, <laughs> after being here for 55 minutes, oh. it was only closed for about five minutes and then Thank it went heavens. back on. But this is where I have my, I'm going to call it a little bit of a beef with the single rider line that happens on this particular ride. It seats eight people. We had seven. We should have been able to have our own ride vehicle, but they stuck a single rider on with us. Mm. He was a nice guy, but it's also a little awkward because you're like, <laughs> who is this guy that we're sharing? The one space guy. With? Yeah. Seven. You'd think with seven, you'd just go, go. But that's why they have the single rider line it's it's for that true. guy. It's for that guy. Now he got his, he got his though, because as we went on the ride, he was the one that on the very first time you get drenched, he literally head to toe, completely soaked. And kind of blocked it from everybody else getting wet. Now they got wet. 
everybody, yeah. you know, you, as you said, everybody gets wet on this. Yeah. But he certainly got the brunt of it. Was he heavier than the rest of you? No, he's actually this kind of tall Asian guy. And so, wow. Um, I don't know that, that well, maybe he was heavier. I don't know. Um, yeah. Interesting. Cause I've always found being a heavier guy that, you know, like right before you go down the rapids, they have bumpers that specifically spin you. Yeah. But then you kind of settle into whatever the heaviest side is, goes right into the water and the water comes up over you. So, oh, well, in this particular case, I, me and him sat next to each other, but we, we had the steps. Oh, in yeah. Between in between us. you. Yeah. So he got and it. So more. we, we, we were probably on the heavier side, but he got big splash on the first one. Awesome. And they got, they, they all of on the next two or three. Yeah, a little bit, you know, nothing too crazy. But on the fourth one, it just pooled the bottom. So my shoes became soaked through. Not and a we, fan. We got we got wet the rest of the ride and we liked it because at that point it was 88 degrees. Yeah, it was a little toasty. And so it felt it felt kind of nice. I didn't mind it so much. I went into the day knowing that I was going to go on that ride. That's awesome. And get soaked. So we were we were good with it. And Brian Lords, who's not on with us tonight, but he has the best tip is to go to California Adventure or Disneyland Park. If you're going to go on one of those rides, throw a cheap pair of flip flops in your backpack. When you get on the ride, put your shoes and socks into your backpack, hopefully in a waterproof part of it. Wear the flip flops when you get off the ride, dry off your feet, switch back into your shoes. But I've never done that. I've never made the effort to do that. Well, and it's a good tip if you want your feet to stay dry. Yes. I, for one, was kind of like, eh, maybe it'll keep me cool the rest yeah, of the day. It's good. Yeah. So, so your kids love that. They they loved it. They would have loved it more if they didn't have to wait 65 minutes yeah. for it. But then we went around the corner, and that well, is where we. One question on, oh, on yeah. that. One more question on that ride on, on Grizzly River Run. Have you ever ridden a ride so ready to be rethemed in your life? <laughs> the theming on that ride like yeah i get it there was a fire and you know whatever that ride needs some serious theming you know it's funny that you say that there was a fire and all this there was no story we didn't see story at all mm. i mean i don't even if you were to walk through that line right now i'd be interested to see how you even pulled out that story well, because when you're when you're actually on the ride, there are areas where it's kind of burned out and it's supposed to be that there had been this fire. But but the truth is, I have suggested multiple times, turn that into a Lion King attraction, retheme it so that there's been, you know, some type of flooding or something. And, you know, Simba's running alongside you to, you know, tell you to be careful or whatever. I think it could be a really, really cool attraction that way. Yeah, but don't retheme it the way they did the gummy bears ride back in the 90s <laughs> with the wooden cutouts. Now just with wooden cutouts. All right, <laughs> we're moving on from Grizzly River Run. We made our way from Grizzly River Run over to Cars Land. And it was our intent to make our way to Radiator Springs Racers. But this was, again, another spot where our kids were like, I want to sit down. Oh, and so we gosh, went, no. we sat down again and we <laughs> went and got everybody ice creams. And because to me, there's churros and chip, witches are like part of my Disney experience. So I was like, fine, if we're going to get ice cream, 
I'm getting a chip witch. Nice. And so we went and got that. And it was funny because the cart that we got our food at was right across from the Avengers campus. Mm. So while we were waiting in line for that. I got to see one of the many different, I guess, montage scenes that they do with some actors around the campus. And so we got to see Spider-Man kind of climbing up the walls and jumping over things and doing yeah. some little routine. That's and- a little show that they do. They do. Oh, was that with the one where then they shoot the cannon? They, they shoot. He shoots across. Yeah. Yeah. I, I thought that was spectacular. I thought the parkour was just okay, but that robot shooting was awesome. Yeah. So it, it was cool that while we, you know, we'll be taking a little break. Maybe something mind. to do. Sure. Yeah. Something to watch. So we brought the ice cream back and boy, they really freeze their ice cream, by the way. Yeah. I mean, they said, you might want to give this three or four minutes. And we're thinking we got this. We're not, yeah. we're, we can handle our <laughs> ice cream. All right. But when we, when we went in and sure enough, it was like an ice block. So yeah, luckily as we were waiting in the 70 minute line for radiator Springs, 70. Wow. Yeah. Um, it was 85 when we first got to the park. I don't know how that happened, but yeah. apparently everybody ran. Everybody runs there. Yeah. Um, so 70, we were thinking we were doing good and yeah. And that line rarely goes down. It's not one of those that goes like haunted mansion can get super long. And then by the end of the night is usually pretty low. Yeah. This one never dies down. So what'd you guys think of radiator racers? Well, I, I will say that we tried our best to enjoy the line queue. And there are some things that they do better. Yeah. It, it might be one of the better line queues. Sure. In California it's cute. Adventure. Yeah. It's cute. Um, I learned some fun things. There's, there's actually a lot that they designed into that. Mm. Like the, the fins on the rocks. Yeah. Did you catch what yeah. that was? I, I don't know. Yeah, the fins first from I, Bel Air. Well, they're different years of the different, uh, oh, I didn't know they the were different, different Cadillacs. Years. So if you go along the, that left ridge every one that's shooting up yeah and that's is, supposed to be like the cadillac ranch down in texas yeah so yeah. They're, they're the different cadillacs so the different yeah. fins from the different cadillacs every one is a progressive year no oh, i didn't it, know that it goes up one year but there's all sorts of those things that are built into the scenery of that i sure i watched the uh imagineering show oh yeah uh, on disney plus and was just in absolute awe with That's what cool. they did to make that whole that whole mountain. So, what did you guys think of the ride itself? We we enjoyed it. We had a good time. Um, my kids went in one car, and my wife and I went in another car because at that point, my wife and I were like, oh, "These kids, let's go do a ride <laughs> ourselves," kind of thing. Yeah. And so, uh, were you surprised by how much there was in the attraction? Because there was so much inside it. Like it there's so much so inside. Cool. It is yeah. huge. It is way bigger than people think it's going to be. And I love that it's a dark ride and a roller coaster, yeah. but it's not either one. It's re- it, it really is unique. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing like it. And we really enjoyed that. There is something a little bit like it. If when, when you go to Epcot test track oh, is okay. actually test track is very similar you're okay. inside and you're going through all these different tests and, but it's not certainly not themed nearly. And when you go through like the tire, did you guys get new tires or did you get a paint job? Kind of splits. Job. You got a paint job. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. That's awesome. 
and uh, we we loved it. We we had a great time, and that it was kind of funny because as we were going through the ride, my wife and I, we were kind of like, "This feels fast." But it also feels slow, <laughs> and I, I don't know how to describe it. It when you're looking at it, you're going, "That doesn't look that fast." Yeah, in the line, and then you get on it, and you're like, "No, this is okay. This is yeah. good." But uh, we, when you we come around those corners, it. it's fast. Yeah, it's really fast. And we we lost. <laughs> we lost the race. <laughs> we came in second, but um, yeah, we we really enjoyed that ride. Now. I don't know that I would have waited another 70 minutes to go on it again. Not again, but you have to day. go on it once and it's worth yeah. it to go on it once. Yeah. It's so, really good. Awesome. The, the funny thing we did with our kids in that line too, was we were like, all right, who can guess what's real and what's not like, cause there's all those cactuses and all that mm, yeah. kind of stuff. So we <laughs> kind of, we, but it was funny cause some of our kids were like, well, that looks pretty real to me. And maybe that doesn't like, we know. Right. Like we had yeah. some like guide or some keys <laughs> to what was real and what wasn't. That's fun. But yeah, we had a really good time. We, we, I, I, I don't want to sound too down on it, but we did Luigi's Rollick and Roadsters. Yeah. You can sound down on it. That's okay. And I, I didn't know what it was. I remember yeah. Luigi's being the tire thing that yeah. was kind of the flying saucers. The tires. Yeah. Yeah. And I thought, well, you know, I know about that. Maybe this is what it is. And we'll just go and see if it stinks or what. And then we got in there and I was like, what is this synchronized dance class thing? What the crap are we watching here? Tomato's jam is, is a little more fun. And during Halloween, it's really fun, but yeah, it was bad before and it's bad now. Yeah. Well, here's, here's the, the salt in the wound. We were right at the gates, ready to go on the ride. And uh, I'm sorry, but the uh, ride seems to not be operated, and we're going to have to wait to do. You know, I was like, "Come on, man! The second yeah, ride—it's not worth. It's not worth waiting at all." Well, if if I was, if I had younger kids, our younger kids actually really enjoy. It's designed it. for. I mean, it's designed for seven-year-olds, and yeah. if I, if you have five-year-olds, seven-year-olds, and even younger kids like your ten-year-old is going to enjoy it. Yeah. But if you have to wait more than 10 minutes, move along. Move yeah. Along. If, it, if it was our, actually, you know what though? The AC in there was actually pretty good too. <laughs> so, yeah. So where'd you but guys go from there? We, we skipped over tomatoes because uh, we said, yeah, yeah it fine. feels a little bit like the yeah. same thing. Sure. Um, we, at that point, I think it was in the middle of the cars lad ride that we got our, Oh, no, no, excuse me. It was on, well, we were in line for uh, Incredi- Coaster that we got our line queue for, um, for Spider-Man. For Spider-Man, but it wasn't for like four hours or something. Yeah. So we were like, okay, well, what do we want to do? And um, we had kind of decided at that point that we were like, I think it was like around 4.30 at that point yeah. in the day. We were like, ah, maybe we should go eat. Ah, maybe we should go on Guardians of the Galaxy because it only has like a 15, 20 minute wait right now. Yeah. But my kids were like, we're hungry. So we were like, yeah. all right. So we went over to Pacific Wharf. And, nice. And I want to say we were fairly disappointed with the food selection in Hollywood Studios when we were in Orlando. Mm, yeah. But we 
we kind of chalked that up to it being COVID and a lot of things were closed. But boy, the real shine to, to California Adventure was the amount of variety and types of food that options they had. Yeah, much better than Disneyland Park. Like Actually, it's, it's, it was. It's pretty amazing. So where did you guys end up eating there? Lucky Dragon. Did you really? Okay. One so of the things I, that we love to do is we love to basically do mobile ordering now or just in the past, give our kids cash and one kid will go to Lucky Dragon. One will go get Mexican food. I don't know if um, the pier was open. I always yeah. go get a sourdough bowl every time. That's my favorite meal at Disneyland Parks is the sourdough bowl with clam chowder in it. Or if it's hot outside, I'll get a salad in it. It's awesome. Yeah. And we saw a lot of people getting that. We we kind of went back and forth on a lot of different options, but I settled on the bulgogi burrito. Yeah, was that it good? sounded kind of different. Yeah, it was. It was good. It was actually a little more spicy than I was anticipating. Mm. I'm not complaining. I enjoyed it. Um, but cool. we we enjoyed yeah, Lucky it. Lucky Dragon's delicious. Good place, yeah. and it's a great place to sit out there. You know, it's a nice it's a nice area to sit. So yeah. All right. So early dinner, options. and then what'd you guys hit next? Well, we were about ready to. Uh, oh, you know what? I take that back. As we were leaving Cars Land. We did get our, we did get our web slingers. Yeah. This is why it was, this is why it was a miserable experience because we, we got in the line queue, but for whatever reason, it was completely wrapped around the entire building. Mm. And so we still had 65 minutes that we waited in line for web slingers. You waited 65 minutes for web slingers. Yeah. It was way long. And I was really surprised because, you know, the whole virtual queue thing, I would have thought that. Yeah, no, we, we got our time and I was bugged. We were about a half an hour. Uh, we, we, were just, okay we were just that. under a half an hour. And I, yeah, I, did, I didn't think it was bad, but I was like, come on, virtual queue. And I'm still waiting a half an hour. Yeah. All right. So what'd you guys think of Web Slingers? Well, the ride, the queue itself had some okay elements, but it felt a little like you could have done more. And, and so I felt that the line queue to be in it for 65 minutes, like it wrapped around onto a black top. Yeah. The whole outside the back, part of it, even for a half an hour, it was bad, but what'd you guys think of the actual ride? So I thought it was pretty awesome. I, um, I did not score the highest in my car. Yeah. I got, I got the lowest. Um, and I don't know what I was doing wrong. But I thought I was doing pretty good. Uh, Keaton crushed me. I <laughs> I got beaten so bad. So yeah, and and actually in our row, it's funny because it was a thirty minute line, but it was just me and Keaton. We were the only two people in oh. in our in our little car there. So it was just us. I did a one eighty on my opinion because originally when I saw, hey, it looks just like you know Midway Mania. Maybe. Once. I did the attraction itself. It's, it's not at all like Midway Mania. It doesn't feel like it. It's a high intensity, high action. You definitely feel like you're right in the middle of it. I thought it was phenomenal. I really thought it was an incredible attraction. Well, it certainly take the technology and turn it up a lot. I mean, yeah. the fact that you don't have to sit there and, and you know, move yeah. your hands back 50 million times just to yeah. shoot something was kind of cool. I thought that the visuals of it were incredible. Yeah. I thought that the concept of 
the ride was really fun and different yeah. in that it was a story, right? Midway mania is just these isolated vignettes. Right. This is, this is a Disney, this is a, a Spider-Man story. Yeah. And it, awesome. and it was fun because when you first go in and you see all the spider bots on the outside of the building, mm-hmm. you're kind of like, I don't know what this stuff is. You know, what, what are they even talking about? And then after the ride, my kids were like, there's one, there's one. They were like pointing them all out. So and fun. So it, it gave a layer to the experience, yeah. which was really, really fun. And I, I think our kids would have loved to have gone on that ride again. If yeah. they didn't have to wait 65 minutes, but because they were waiting 65 minutes, that's why we stopped and ate next because I was like, really guys, 20 minute line for guardians of the galaxy is pretty great. And they're like, we're so hungry. I was like, all right, fine. So we went and ate. And of course, by the time we were yeah. done, it was back up to a 60 minute line. And we're like, mm. you bums. All right. So what do they think of guardians? Easily their favorite ride. Yeah. And it's, it's phenomenal. It's, it's probably my favorite ride too. And yeah, it was. So when my wife and I went to Orlando and went on the tower of terror, we did that, ride. That was one of the few rides we did twice because we just had such a great time yeah. on that ride. But we also didn't know what we were missing with COVID. We didn't know that we were missing the whole like library scene inside tower of terror where they kind of tell you the actual story of what's going on in the ride and, and all that stuff. We had to walk right through it because with COVID there was no elevators, right? There's no closed rooms and, right? and all that kind of stuff. But this time when we got to what would have been that same part of the ride, uh, you know, talking about the collector yeah, and having rocket, rocket and all that, we actually got to see that. Yeah. And I was like, that's good animatronics. That was really nice. Yeah. And there's nothing really like that in tower of terror anyway. Yeah, it's just a TV screen, but but it was. I'm, I'm it, glad they have it on both parks. I'm glad they have different yes. attractions because I love Tower of Terror. Now, the California version was never like the Florida version, where you go through all the track and everything. You get oh. in, you go up and down, and that's it. That's all the California version ever was. What you rode, themed to Guardians of the Galaxy, is exactly what Tower of Terror always was. They did not change uh-huh. a thing. You get in. You go up and down, you get out. Yeah. Whereas in Florida, you go in, you go around a track a little bit, you go through a story. We actually liked that part of it. I do too. Yeah, I do too. But the Guardians theme was really well done. It's an awesome attraction. The music's incredible. Yeah. The whole thing was really great. And it was kind of fun because we were in the line uh, when the characters kind of popped out and did a little mini show nice out out of the line. So that was kind of nice because again, the the line queue wasn't anything great until you got inside and you saw the collector and all the different exhibits and all that stuff. And that was really well done. And really they did a good job of that. It was funny though, because I guess I assumed my kids had seen guardians of the galaxy because I had, yeah, but they hadn't. And so had, None of them had. And so after the ride was done the next day, I downloaded it on my iPad and I said, you guys want to watch this? They were kind of like, "Eh, I don't know if I want to watch it, but Hmm. on the ride home, because we drove down this 11 hour car ride. One of my daughters was like, I guess I'll watch it. And she was like glued to it. She loves it is my favorite Marvel film. I love it. it. Such a good job. Both of them are awesome. Yeah. 
All right. So, so where'd you guys go next? So after that, we were starting to wind down on the day. And because my kids were still thinking, well, I don't know, you know, how much energy I have left. We went back to Buena Vista Street and we went to Clarabelle's to get nice. some ice cream. Fun. And so uh, all the calories we could have burned that day, we put them right back on, (laughs) but it was really yummy. It was really good. And we got to sit in, it was funny because we sat in the, the little, you know, table area inside and there was all these like silver Lake sisters and posters and stuff all on the walls. And we were like, my kids were asking me because they know I'm a bit of a Disney nerd. They're like, who's yeah. that? Who's, you know, what's that supposed to be? I'm like, I actually don't know what that is. And so when we looked it up, that was all reference to the Tower of Terror stuff that they just left up in the restaurant. Because I guess these Silver Lake sisters were the the performing act at the hotel. I don't hotel. think I've even been in there. So that's cool. So, yeah, that's what all that nostalgic looking stuff is. It was a reference to Tower of Terror, but they left it, which is kind of fun for people that, you know, before us that got to see the ride and maybe had a reference anyway. So we had some ice cream. By the time we were done with the ice cream, we had essentially an hour left to decide what we wanted to do. Now, I was hoping to check out the animation uh, things. And I realized, awesome. yeah. I realized my kids, you know, some of them are really big into art. And I thought maybe this they could have sat down and seen all the scenes. <laughs> well, we didn't even make our way into Hollywood land. I did oh, not even it. walk down that street. So we didn't do the monsters Inc. We didn't do anything down that way. Mm. And so, but our kids were kind of like, well, what do we want to do? Well, we ended up thinking, let's head on down towards the Pixar Pal around and see if that's got a low nice. line. Still a 65-minute line Ugh. on one side of it, and then it broke down five minutes after we decided not to go Yikes. on it. So it was a really good idea. But my kids said, well, we really liked the Midway Mania. Can we go do that again? Nice. Like, okay, sure. So... We went on Midway Mania for a second time, and both at Guardians of the Galaxy and at Midway Mania, we had a little bit of an actor sighting, and uh, I got to pull up his name because I don't remember it very well. Mm, Yeah, Um, I remember you texted a picture of him. Yeah. Yeah. Some people might might know the name. You're welcome. Listeners, when when I say the name, you'll probably, it's Rizwan Manji. Yeah, and uh, he's. If you look up the name, you'll know what he's in and all that. But, uh, but it was kind of cool to, you know, see him in both lines. It was almost like we had kind of the same uh, plans for the night. But uh, anyway, so we did Toy Story Midway Mania. We ended that ride about 15 minutes before the park closed, and there were some fireworks from Disneyland that you know popped up over the nice. water. And we just kind of sat there for a minute and watched the fireworks. And then we took a family picture on, on the pier that has the, <clears throat> the pack, uh, the pal around right, uh, right in the background. And we had this yeah. nice family moment and we, we pretty much ended the day knowing that, um, 
we were going to have some very sore feet on some kids. And uh, so as, as is the, I, I doubly earned my great dad honorary citizen pin because I took my 10 year old that had two servings of ice cream, corn dogs and everything in her. And I carried her oh, good dad. on the way out. And, and that's I, why you're an honorary citizen. That's why I'm an honorary citizen. Although it's funny. Cause like, I remember having, I did that to my dad. <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> carry me. Yeah. I begged my wife to carry me on our last trip. She, she passed. So no go, huh? No go. Yeah. Some, no something fun. about, yeah. Something about not wanting to carry me, but <laughs> dude, and you did it. And so now you have done it. Now you are absolutely the California adventure, no longer the novice. Huh? No longer the novice. Although, like I said, still no Hollywood land, still no pal around. And World of Color was not running. Yeah. And yeah. So that's been down. I, so I you'll have to go back. It. You'll have to go back. And, you know, we've talked about doing a trip with the entire collective. Maybe that's maybe that's when it'll happen. So. I would be totally open to that. Yeah. And it's funny, though, because. I think one of the things that I'm most excited to do is to go back and just try a different food place. Yeah. It's not, it's not a slam on the rest of the park, but it's really great to see that such a huge variety there and yeah. all sorts of side vendors that are unique to yeah, the Ke- land. And I had Bon Mies when we were there in June. Yeah, That's what we had for lunch was Bon Mies. So, well, Nick, I'm so glad you finally got to go see it now. Every time we're talking in the collective, you know, you'll be able to uh, fully participate on the California Adventure side. Absolutely, it's awesome. Well, thanks for taking us on that tour of California Adventure for our listeners. Uh, gosh, we'd love to know what you thought of Nick's first day. If you got any questions, check us out on social media. You can find us on Facebook or on Instagram. Uh, just search for Castle Collective. And uh, if you enjoy the show, we would love a five star review. And, uh, but please follow us on social media and Nick, thanks again, dude. I was just there two months, not even two months ago. I'm ready to go back. Let's make it happen. I want to get back to the parks. And now that uh, annual passes have been announced, I get the feeling I'm going to be broke, but I'm going to be able to go to the park a lot more. So happy and broke happy and broke the happiest broke uh, place on earth so anyway uh, nick thanks so much on behalf of nick at night i'm sean rapier we'll catch you guys next time 